Hey, sis. Thank you so much for coming back to kick it with me this week on another episode of the Sister Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Regina Chanel. And if any of my sisters, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome, boo. We are sending you tons of love, light, and peace, and a virtual hug if you need it. (laughs) Okay, so of course, if no one has already told you today, let me be the first to tell you, you are amazing. You are doing a great job, and I do mean killing it, sis, and I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I pray that all of you had an amazing weekend. If this weekend was meant to be productive like mine was, I pray that you got everything checked off of your to-do list. If you took time this weekend to rest and relax, I pray that you were able to get the proper rest that you not only deserve, but that you need it. I believe we all have to get to a place as women where we recognize what we need, right? Let's recognize what we need. Let's show up for ourselves like we do everyone else and be willing to provide ourselves with what we need. And I know, I know we we expect the men in our lives and, you know, to come through and just rescue us and drop off whatever we need. But sis, I don't know how your relationship is set up, but around here in my house, it's not happening. Nobody's, even though I literally had to crawl into my week, I was on hands and knees crawling into Monday. That's how tired I was from the weekend. Nobody handed me a pass. No one said, you know what, ma, you know what, babe, we see you struggling. (laughs) Here's a pass. You don't have to fix us any meals. We'll pack our own lunches. I'll fix my own coffee. None of that happened. (laughs) So I had to get myself together. I had to get my life. Okay. And I did. I'm very excited that by Tuesday, I was energized and just ready to go partly because I knew I was going to kick it with my sisters today, okay? And that's just something that I need. So like I said, my week started off rocky, but I hope that yours was better than mine. I hope that you kind of glided into this week because you were able to rest and relax over the weekend. So this won't be a long session, sis. I just want to kind of bring up a topic give you uh, my thoughts on it and then leave it there, right? Now, I am in the process of building a social media page for the Sister Sessions podcast. And I pray once it's complete that you all would join me over there. So that way, any discussions that we have weekly, we can extend them. We can go more in depth because I would love to hear from you all. I talk to, you know, a a few sisters daily and weekly. And the discussions that we have are so amazing. And it's it's wonderful to be able to open myself up and, and, and listen to other sisters point of view on different matters, different matters, different things that are occurring in our lives that I don't hear many people discussing. So today, I want to paint a picture, right? So we're going on a trip. Woohoo, boo. It is vacation time and we need it because them kids, them kids, that's all. We can leave it right there. We need this vacation that we're taking because of them kids. (laughs) And this school year, if you have children, you understand, okay? That, That is a sentence alone, okay? Them kids, period. So let's just say we're planning this vacation and... 
we're we're in the process of packing. So depending upon how long you'll stay on this vacation, you know, that decides what kind of luggage you'll bring. And so as we're getting the proper luggage to serve us right on this vacation, we are also going through our items. And if you are anything like me, I am a list lady. Okay, I have a list and I'm checking it twice. So I need to know that I have everything that I need, absolutely need on this vacation. Some items I'm I'm like, well, you know what? It's a Walmart everywhere. So when I get there, I'll head to my local Walmart and I'll pick up these items. But there are absolutely things that I must take with me and I'm not willing to leave behind, right? And then you move on to the items that you are going to limit. So let's just say instead of bringing the huge family size toothpaste and the family size uh, liquid soap, I may get the travel size, right? I may get a smaller tube of toothpaste, right? And I might just take like two two of those. Let's just say I'm going for the weekend. Let's take two small ones, right? Instead of the big one. And it's travel size because I don't want to bring my personal one. Let's also, when I'm traveling, I tend to not use bar soap, right? Because I don't want a soap dish in the shower at the hotel. (laughs) So I get liquid soap and I also consolidate that. I put, uh, you know, I get those little travel tubes that you pick up before you go and I fill those up. I fill that up to take with me. Now, those are the things that we minimize, right, on our on our trip. We minimize them, we cut them down to a certain size. The last group of items are things that we, mm, we want to take with us, but we know we don't need them, right? <laughs> you know you don't need them. So you're going to do a lot of walking. So those 12-inch heels, you don't need them, sis. So you leave them behind, right? You absolutely do not need them. They are not going to serve a purpose on this journey. You leave them behind, Okay. So the reason why I'm painting this picture is because our lives, sis, our lives are that journey. The the things that we are going through and going down the list and saying, take it, leave it, cut it down some. Those things represent the people in our lives or the materialistic things in our lives and also the things within us that we need to figure out do I take this with me on my new journey do I minimize this or do I get rid of it altogether and throw it out right so what brought me to this point was realizing that every time I get to a certain point on my journey on these journeys that I embark on like my self-improvement journey, I feel like there is a force pulling me back, right? I'm being pulled back into the same conversations. I'm being pulled back into the same environments. I'm being pulled back into the same negative think- negative thoughts. I'm being pulled back into the same habits. How do I stop that from happening? I started, I just started thinking to myself, how do I stop this from happening? And like I said, I've had these discussions with my sisters I love their point of views and I I was able to share mine. And so what I realized is that just like my checklist that I do, that I create before my vacations, I need to do a checklist whenever I embark on a new journey. 
And especially when I'm trying to improve myself so that I can show up and be the woman that God created me to be and is calling me to be, right? So this woman was here all along. I just, I didn't realize it. So now I need to embark on a journey, right? A self-improvement journey so that I can rise to the occasion. So some things that we may need to get rid of as we embark on our journeys are anything that holds you back. Anything that is holding you back, you have to get rid of. And I can't tell you what's holding you back. Only you know. We know what's holding us back. But we're not stopping and taking the time to say, you know what? This right here, it has to go. I'm tired of it. It's no longer serving a purpose in my life, especially it won't serve a purpose for this new woman that I'm becoming. I'm going to get rid of you. Right? So next, sometimes it may be us. We may need to get rid of our old selves or our old way of thinking, right? Some of our thinking processes are negative. Let's just be real. We're going to keep it all the way above 50. Sometimes we are negative and that's just what we've grown to be. Now, how do you get rid of that negative thinking, right? Let's go, let's, let's go into that a little bit. What I have learned to do is whenever I hear a negative thought entering my mind, I immediately counteract it. I immediately counteract it. Even if I don't have anything positive to say, I'll just be like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, I'm so thankful. I'll do that to cancel out the negative thoughts, right? So like I said, it may be the negative thoughts that we ourselves carry around or it could be negative people, right? You have negative people around you. You, you've, you've decided to take everybody on the journey with you. <laughs> Even though you can't carry that weight, you're trying. You're bringing in negative people. You're bringing your negative thoughts. You're, you're not willing to step outside your comfort zone, right? So, uh, Or you're just allowing everything in your life to hold you back that no longer serves you. Uh, let's just say unhealthy addictions. You know, um, if if hey, video games, tobacco, alcohol, uh, unsafe sex, all these things are unhealthy addictions. If you're not, um, you know, limiting them, limiting them, they can become unhealthy addictions. Not saying, hey, you're an occasional drinker or hey, you have a drink on, uh, you know, each year on your birthday. Not, you know, that's not unhealthy in an unhealthy addiction, but I'm talking about something that is overtaking your life. That's preventing you from moving forward or that's preventing you from staying the course, right? Now you might have a boring routine. I've had to really look inside myself as well and say, you know what? Sometimes my routine gets boring and it starts to get me a little down. Where I'm doing, I'm, I'm continuously doing the same things each day and I don't feel like I'm making progress and it starts to depress me, right? Now, something else that we may need to get rid of is the old you. You might need to get rid of the person you were in order to become the person that you were designed to be, right? And the things that I listed in order to 
discover what these things are in your life, right? Because everybody's lives are different. So these things will show up differently in your life. But in order to spot them, you actually have to step back and analyze your surroundings and everyone in it, including yourself. Okay, that's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's hard. For example, let's say you have a family member that is toxic. And before I go any further, let's talk about the word toxic, right? We know toxic is nothing good. But my children and the kids of this day and age, they're throwing this toxic word around like it's just the it. It's like like it's something you need in your life in order to survive, right? So my children were talking about, oh, you're toxic. And I'm like, listen to me. I don't know why you all think it's okay or think it's cool to be toxic or call other people toxic, but toxic means poisonous and poison can kill you, right? So if we have toxic people in our life, they might not kill us. What they're doing and what they're feeding us might not kill us right off, right? Right quick, right tomorrow. It might not kill you tomorrow. But over time, if you're slowly poisoning someone, they will eventually die. Or your dreams, your goals, your aspirations in life will eventually die off, right? So it's important. Now, like I said, if you have a toxic family member and they're just no good, they're always negative. They're calling you with a bunch of negativity. And no matter how much advice you give this person, they 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 flip it. They will flip the positive advice you're giving them for the negative. So, you know, oh man, I don't have nothing to eat. Okay. And I'm like, okay, uh, what you got in there? I just got some eggs you know, some rice and a little bit of chicken. Oh, well, that sounds good. You got a whole meal, sis. Let me, um, <laughs> you know, let me go and tell you what to do with it. I can look you up some recipes and I'll put in the ingredients that you have and it should come back with something cool, right? Oh, well, and then the person's like, oh, well, they ain't gonna work because da, da, da. they're gonna find a reason why it's not gonna work. Why the positive advice is not working for them. Now, I will honestly tell you, If you know people like this, you are going to be exhausted because I know people like this where no matter how much positive advice I offer, they always flip it to the negative. And and that's where they are in their journey. So we, I feel like we as helpers, we as women sometimes have to allow those people to be in their season, right? But why frustrate yourself? Why? anger yourself because of the season someone else is in and I get it I get that we want the best for those that we love right we want the best for ourselves we want the best for others but you got to think about you you have to think about yourself and like my mother used to always tell me the first law of nature is self-preservation if you're no good how can you be any good to them Take a step back, sis. And that's real. Take a step back. And I mean a giant one. And that's what I have had to do, right? 
Uh, for example, one of my brothers, I was talking to my brother and I'm like, bro, you have an amazing mind, right? I love it. I love to pick your brain. You're truly a genius. And I think that you should do something with this, with this mindset that you have. I think that you should maybe um, get a YouTube channel and put this information out to people. And I really feel like people will gravitate towards it. And you can also make money that way as well when you get subscribers and views, sponsors. And he's like, nah, you know, I just, I just don't want to, or eh, whatever. What if it doesn't work? So that's him. It, I gave him positive advice. He reverted back to the negative space that he he resides in right now, right? Now, uh, eventually on that phone call, he revealed something to me. He said, sis, I'm scared. And I said, what are you scared of? And he said, what if I do all this work with the talent and the gifts that I have? And then I die. And I was blown away, okay? I was blown away. Like, seriously? And I instantly perked up and I said, listen, what if you do all that work and you put in all that effort to grow your 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 uh your life, you know, and really take a chance on yourself and you don't die and you live. What if you live? What if you don't die? Because believe it or not, we don't talk about it enough in our community, but there are a lot of people who constantly think about death, who are fearful that they're going to die prematurely. And it's not good. It is not good. We need to know. We also need to seek help. If we are constantly thinking about death, you may need counseling. Sis, I've been there. That's why I'm able to say, get help. You know, show up for yourself in this moment. Show up for you. Be your best supporter. Give uh, give yourself what you need. So what my brother expressed to me was a fear, right? He was fearful of stepping out of his comfort zone. And into the world of others. Now, back when I was in high school and I was in a program called Upper Bound Program, the director, Mr. Culver, Jimmy Culver, he told me that. He said that to me. He said, Regina, in life, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and into the world of others. And I'm 16, 17. I'm like, okay, Odie, goodbye. You know, (laughs) but, you know, I wasn't trying to hear it. I didn't I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't try for one second to understand what this old man was telling me. I was just going on about my business. And what made him approach me and say this is because he saw something in me. I was I was performing my poetry at talent night and he just expressed that him and his partner love to hear me speak. They loved it. Now, this was when I was a teenager, you know, so this is just just it just blew me away when I reach adulthood and I reflected. I was like, wait a minute. This is what he was talking about. I have to grow out of my comfort zone. My comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean my environment. Right. It could be my mental, 
my mental comfort zone, right? That I'm comfortable doing the same thing every day, that I'm comfortable talking to the same people every day, that I'm comfortable where I am so I don't try to grow, right? So if I do, even if I do want to grow, I'm keeping the same people, the same things, the same mindset. So it's not allowing me to fully grow and blossom, right? So here we go. Sis, we have to get rid of some things on these journeys. On our journeys that we embark on, we are going to have to let go of some things. And I know that is difficult, but are you willing to compromise the woman that you are becoming and the assignment that only you can carry out for those things that you're that you don't want to get rid of? Are you willing to compromise? Do these old things serve the new you? And I'm just asking how I look at it, how I view it, and it's not to be negative. I view things that no longer serve me as weeds. You know, the weeds that grow in your grass and in your garden, right? And what happens is these weeds are so aggressive. Like in our flower beds in front of our home, we have dug up everything that was planted, right? We dug up everything. We took up the mulch. We put down rocks, heavy rocks okay and we planted our own shrubs our own beautiful flowers and a little later you know weeks month I started seeing weeds coming up from underneath the rocks and the net that my husband put down and the dirt that he put down these weeds were so aggressive and I remember thinking like oh they aggressive (laughs) you know how do you grow up from under this dirt and these heavy rocks and everything else that we placed down before we, you know, while we were planting our flowers and things. So what happens is because they're so aggressive, they they just they're so determined to grow and to overpower and overshadow the plants that you've planted. Right now, if you don't weed them, if you don't pull the weeds, they will continue to grow. And what happens is they start to block the nutrients from the plants that you want to grow or the grass. They block the nutrients, right? The nutrients is the sunlight, the water. You're watering them. You water the weeds. They're going to thrive because they're blocking the nutrients from the flowers and the things that you want to grow. Sis, you are the flower. The things that you need to get rid of are the weeds, right? And if they're blocking, if the weeds are blocking you, they're preventing you from growing. You can't take everything with you, right? If we want to start living life on purpose, with a purpose, it's time for us to do the hard things in life. And the hard things are taking an inventory of our lives and deciding what goes, what stays, and, you know, what do I minimize? So I'll tell you what I've done. Because this is this is also something that, like I said, I noticed it. I ha- I've had several conversations but I wasn't implementing the changes, right? I was just talking about the need for it, but now I've actually started doing it. For example, I'll just start with my children. I'm with them a lot, a lot, you know? So I homeschool one of our daughters, my boys, they're in public school, but because I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom, they, they spend a lot of time with me, right? So 
at a certain time of night, I have started blocking their access to me. It might sound harsh. It might sound like cruel and unusual punishment. Okay, but it doesn't to me. What I've simply done is valued myself. I put myself first. Sis, I showed up for myself by blocking everyone's access to me so that I can create, so that I can meditate and pray. These are the things that I like to do, right? I like to come chill and connect with my sisters through my podcast. I need that time for me. So I close my door at a certain time of night, you know, once they, they've had dinner and once we've done homework and they've had, you know, their showers and everything. And I've spent a, a time talking and, and teaching and helping and mothering and nurturing, right? After that time, it's like, okay, go to bed, go get in your bed, go watch your television and chill. And I'm going to revert back to my space so that I can work on some things for me. At first, it was hard because of the type of woman I am. And I always want to be there for everyone. But I noticed that I was neglecting myself. So I'm not neglecting other people. What I'm doing is I'm simply not allowing everyone to have access to me all the time. Another thing that I've done is I limit certain conversations. Certain people who call you, you already know what they're about to talk about. (laughs) Whether it's someone else, whether it's them, their lives. You already know based on who calls you, what the conversation is going to be centered around. Now, because I love to support other people, I do listen. I will listen. It's certain conversations that I honestly don't care to have. And I think eventually I'll get to a point where I eliminate the conversations altogether. But right now I'm there. I'm a listening ear. But what I've started doing is where I might spend two and a half, three hours on the phone with this, with these particular individuals, I chop it down. I might stay on the phone 30 minutes and that's all I can give because what I started to notice was Once I've spent that much time on the phone talking about a whole bunch of negativity, right? When I get off the phone, I feel I I was feeling depleted. I was feeling so drained. And I'm not saying I won't spend a couple hours on the phone with somebody who's not solely being negative. I will. You know, if the if the conversation is diverse, It's not all negative. You know, we have, I have to have some good, some positivity in there. But for the conversations that were always negative, I said, you know what? I'm going to have to limit these conversations because these conversations are no longer serving the woman that I'm working to become. I'm doing so much work on myself and I always encourage other people, you need to do the work. You need to embark on your own self-improvement journey because a lot of these things that you're thinking, it could change. Your negative mindset is something that you might need to get rid of in order for you to realize who you truly are. So those are a couple things that I've started doing, right? I started looking at the relationships in my life and saying, okay, just because I've known you since pre-K doesn't mean you serve a purpose In my 30-year-old world, 
right? It, it doesn't mean that. Right now, you serve absolutely no purpose. And the only thing is I'm keeping certain, I'm keeping certain people around because of the longevity, because of the length of time that I've known them. And when I've discovered that I was doing that, I had to let them go. I had to let them go because they weren't on a journey to improve upon themselves. It was as if they were stuck. And it's not to say I don't love you, sis, but I have to let you be in that season. We all have different seasons that we're in. That season is meant for you right now. It doesn't mean you'll always be there, but that's the season you're in. I'm no longer, right? Because I've been there. I've been in that season. I've been in a stuck season. I've been in a depressed season. season. I've been there. So I get it. But the season that I'm currently in is not that one. So I'm going to need to part ways and it doesn't change my love. Do not think for a second that I don't love you because I'm, I'm not willing to talk about certain things or to do certain things. I'm not willing to go certain places or I'm not willing to, you know, just do what I used to do. The old me. I'm shedding the old me for the new me. Right? Don't think because love has nothing to do with it. Letting go is about self-preservation. Letting go means I'm unwilling to compromise. And I don't believe you should. You should never compromise your health. You should never compromise your livelihood, your financial uh your financial status, you should never compromise your family and your marriage. And most importantly, you should never compromise your mental health, right? Our mental and spiritual and physical health, we shouldn't compromise those things for others. At no point, I'm not willing because what it does is it destroys me. It destroys me. So sis, like I said, I was just giving you some food for thought. This is what I've been thinking about. I uh, hope that you are willing to leave me a voice message on Anchor or leave me a message on Spotify if that's where you're tuning in from. I really appreciate you for stopping by and spending some time with a sister, okay? I really enjoyed this. I love you. I'm sending you tons of love, light, and peace. And until next week, I'm out.